Celebrating Our Soul, a new thought conference by people of African descent will be August 11th to 14th, 2022 at Unity Village, Missouri. This event will celebrate the contributions people of African descent have made to the new thought movement. Join us as we hear from Reverend Dr. Michael Bernard Beckwith, Bishop Yvette Flunder, and Reverend Dr. Sheila McKeithen. Early bird registration is open now through March 15th. Visit padntg.org for more information. You're listening to UnityOnlineRadio.org, the voice of an awakening world. Empower yourself and get inspired to build the life of your dreams. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Hello and welcome to our show. I'm Dr. Drayvon James and this is Everyday Peace and I'm super excited to be here with you today as we explore the concept of living a life of peace every day. Today included right now, peace defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. Wow, imagine that. Whatever's going on in your life in this moment, peace is available to you, whole, complete, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. On this program, we talk about the philosophy of everyday peace as a system for us to achieve our next level of greatness. We also bring the guests and the topics that highlight opportunities for us to learn, for us to grow, and yes, for us to be entertained and to laugh because that's important. So last week, we had two amazing guests on our show, and we had uh, just a recap for you. We had uh, we had one amazing guest. We normally had two, but we had one amazing guest for the entire hour. We had Jasmine Cartwright-Atkins, and she was phenomenal, a young woman entering in her last year at the university, and she's the head of marketing for Sloppy Vinyl, and she talked to us last uh, last week about incorporating life lessons into our purpose while maintaining peace and unity. Wow. And as my mom, my mom would say from the mouth of babes, she was incredible. If you missed that show, then you missed an opportunity to reach inside of yourself and touch parts of ourselves that we sometimes gloss over because we're so busy or we're so, we don't want to be that vulnerable. But, um, we were really blessed by, by our talk with her, and I hope that you will go back to listen to that show or any of our past shows. You can do that by uh, subscribing to the Dr. Drayvon James Everyday Peace podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher, or you can listen to them on the UnityOnlineRadio.org website. As you know, our theme of 2022 is it's time to improve my life. I feel like shouting from the rooftop saying, say it with me now. It's time to improve my life. And that is any portion of your life or your whole entire life. You know, of course, that in the everyday uh, peace philosophy, we use a pyramid approach to life. We say that our life is all of our goals, dreams, and desires are either in a health, wealth, or relationship 
category and that's a broad stroke but you can choose to improve one or all of those categories if you wish but the time is now for change and that leads me into our everyday peace moment in this moment and, and actually i had something different to talk about today but i had a conversation with someone just moments before getting on this call which led me to think hmm is this the universe saying this is what we need to talk about we're talking about approaching hardships in life in our everyday peace moment today and what do you do with those hard things that really hurt the heart you know whether it be, can be trauma from current relationships or from uh Trauma that maybe you feel that you've caused, mistakes that you've caused that have affected your heart and caused you to feel a sense of sadness or regret or, um, you know, unwanted heart emotions. What do we do with that? Well, in everyday peace philosophy, I truly believe and I teach and I coach and I live my life by the principle that everything that shows up in my life, the wanted and the unwanted is there for a purpose. And that purpose is to bow down and serve me as I consciously, key in, key in on the word consciously, as I consciously on purpose leverage everything as a stepping stone to my next level of greatness. So if something is occurring in your life right now that is causing you, you know, heartache, we'll say it that way, I challenge you to not do what we normally do, not to go in and feel sorry for ourselves, not to blame other ones, but to go in there and really do some pro, some, you know, the pro work. And that is to find something to be grateful for. I know it sounds awfully hard and I wish I could say that it wasn't, but sometimes it is very difficult to do this work, but it is a very important work. You will be immensely pleased and just blessed by the outcome. So what do we do with those things that hurt our heart, those areas in our life that cause us to feel like, oh my goodness, this is where I do not want to be. I don't want this pain. I don't want to feel this way. I don't, all those don't, don'ts. We don't want to miss the opportunity to dig deep and find something to be grateful for even in the hard times. That is our Everyday Peace moment. I'm Dr. Drayvon James, and this is Everyday Peace. We have a fabulous guest. We have two fabulous guests for you lined up for today. Our first guest is Alan Davey. Alan, welcome to the show. He is an author. Uh, he's a senior pastor. We are super excited to have you here today. Welcome to Everyday Peace. Ah, thank you very much, Dr. Drayvon. Great to be here. Yes. Yeah, I'm super excited. You know, I, I tell everybody when I come to this show, we talk about being busy and everybody is busy, right? I run in right. here um, from the hospital where, where I've been working and I head, head of pharmacy operations and I run in here and I feel so blessed to be able to decompress with wonderful right. guests like yourself. Today, we're talking about Walking the Line, a new book that you've written amongst many. Tell us, tell us about you and about the book. Uh, Walking the Line, Embracing the Imperatives of Jesus is the, is the title. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's an invitation to think of Christ as, uh, you know, a great teacher, obviously. He's more than that, but he's recognized as a great teacher. And as a great teacher, he has uh, statements, imperatives that he gives and commands. 
And the the idea is to really, uh, as you read the scriptures and read Jesus' teaching, to uh, listen for those kinds of positive, powerful statements, and then hear it, and then uh, you know direct it to yourself. Okay, so if Jesus says. Uh, uh, come unto me, all you that are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I mean, come to me, come to me, and I will give you rest to, you know, stop and put your own name in there and to uh, receive that word. So I think um, in the book we look at a variety of imperatives or, or commands, and they are meant to speak to each of us personally. And um, and I think as we do that, a kind of a sacramental power of the Scriptures uh kind of floods over us and healing uh, happens. So that's uh, kind of where that title is going. Yeah, I, I love how you say put your own name in there, making it personal. I think a lot of times uh, that is the missing key ingredient for most of us is to make it personal, that this is truly a love letter to to us, right? This is right. really... This is really for you. It is meant to be personal. This is for you to take. And um, you know, I open up talking about, you know, the heart places and the places in our heart that ache. And um, this is one of, you know, an opportunity to find peace. Yeah. Um, I mean, it? interesting, as you say that uh, in the in the book, um, I use art pieces uh, by an artist, Joy Kim, um, a wonderful artist. Unfortunately, her life ended early, tragically, um, but her art pieces are, are beautiful, and they represent, uh, you know, the reader. Every piece is different. They're shoes, different types of shoes, different types of persons, and they are meant to one per chapter to just speak to all of us as individuals. You know, what does God say to me as an individual, and the different shoe kind of represents that, you know. So I think the art in the book uh, helps to reinforce the the invitation that uh, Jesus gives to us. That's the idea, right? And how is it? Of course, you know, you're a pastor. You're working with people. Mm-hmm. How is it that you think that so often we miss this key uh, component of this being a personal invitation, almost a yeah. pleading? Sometimes it feels like. How do we miss that? That this is really for you, right? Well, I think. You know, we 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 want to develop a uh, you know a personal dynamic, obviously, with God and with His peace for us. So when He says, you know, come to Me and I will give you rest, then you know we're invited to go to Him, right? And so you know what what does that mean? Uh, prayer, for certain, yeah, for sure, is is an invitation. So we think of Jesus' statement in the in the. Uh, uh, Sermon of the Mount, where he tells us just simply to go into your room, shut the door, and pray. And for me, go into your room is, you know, the discipline of solitude, be by yourself. Shut the door is the discipline of silence. And then pray is to sit to sit in God's presence and just be mindful and to receive those uh, good things from him. So, it, you know, it, it, there is a certain practice involved, right? And so I think prayer is part of the practice. And oftentimes in our in our distraction and our hurry and running around, you know, we, we end up not having that kind of uh, interior time, spiritual time that, that will help uh, fund our lives, you know? 
So what is our practice is a question I guess we can ask ourselves too, just in a in a way to uh, you know get our thinking going. Right. What is our practice? And I, I just I, I don't want to leave that for a second because I, mm-hmm. I find it uh, say quite funny, but not funny in, in a ha ha mm-hmm. way, but peculiar that in everything there is just what you need and i know that it's monday for the live airing of this show and of course it'll repeat over and over again and wherever someone's Mm -hmm. hearing it i know it will be relevant for them at that moment in that time but of course at this time a lot of people are feeling you know on monday they feel overwhelmed they feel the sense of dread even uh Mm -hmm. for whatever reason but they feel um, a sense of not enoughness right i know that's a made-up word but everyone understands that you feel like you're inadequate you're you're not up for the mm. for the for the task at hand for whatever reason you're you're behind for a number of reasons, and come I will give you mm. rest. Right. I think yeah. most people can relate to that, but you say, you mentioned a very good thing that what is your practice? Yeah, you know what 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 will help fund that? Eh? I mean, what will help build that? I mean, a few moments of silence and solitude; those are you know well known spiritual disciplines, if we'll actually engage that, even a few minutes per day, silent solitude, and listen for Jesus' voice, listen for the Spirit's voice, God's voice. We know that Jesus himself, right, would frequently go off by himself into the into the hills and pray, and his disciples would look for him, saying, where are you, where are you? And he, he's spending time with the Father, uh, with his Lord, so it's, um, if he needs to do it, we need to do it, you know? Um, Oh, I love that. What, what are those funding funding moments? I noticed. I heard. You know, your your moment, your beautiful moment on the prayer moments, or for the day, the peace moment, and the emphasis on gratitude. And I, I think that's another discipline that's really, really useful for us. That you mentioned to be grateful. And uh, one of the things that I I find is if I look for surprise, where am I surprised? then that can be the, the place I start in terms of looking for my gratitude. You know, if I'm surprised by something, then that's kind of the initial spark to kind of pause and think about it and, and appreciate it. And that can lead to the, the moment of gratitude. Yeah, I like that, too, that surprise. I was, you know, approaching the world, you know, it's sort of like uh, those of us who've been blessed to spend time with children, especially when they're small and they're starting to see things that we've taken for granted. They're just ordinary, and they look at them with awe, right? And it helps you to say, oh, my gosh, that is a piece of grass growing in the middle (laughs) of the sidewalk, which I was referring to as a weed, right? (laughs) Right? Yeah, 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 yeah that sense of wonderment to it and almost uh, privilege. You know, you feel like, oh my gosh, how privileged I am to have these things that show up in my everyday life that I, they're so common that I don't even notice anymore. I don't stop and I'm not, I don't have that sense of wonder anymore because guess what? I'm getting this blessing so often that it just seems like ordinary. So it's a great, it's a great way to to approach the the world with this sense of curiosity. And and And, and it takes a bit of, uh, you know, mindfulness obviously to, to be aware, right? Because we have to observe it. We have to observe something and see it and then receive it, you know, uh, to experience gratitude. So if I'm crazy rushing around, driving on, you know, the highways in Toronto here where I am and, you know, and you're, you're, you're going crazy with traffic and uh, you're getting angry and, you know, uh, difficult with yourself, then, then that keeps you distracted and you're not you're going to miss a lot of things you know that are uh, are there for us there's 
someone has said there are no perfect days, but there are perfect moments in every day. And I think mm. that's often the case. So it's true. I, my whole day may not be brilliant, right? I might not put it in that category. But there may well have been, and often are, some moments that, hey, that was that was really a great moment, you know, and, and to recognize it, to appreciate it, and then that can help kind of fund our, our souls and our spirits. Yeah, it's where your focus is, right? Um, where right. teaching goes, the life grows, right? So it's where your focus is. And um, tell us again the name of the book and where our, re- where our listeners can per- purchase the book. Yeah, Walking the Line, Embracing the Imperative Jesus. And um, I have a website uh, called davybooks.com, D-A-V-E-Y books.com. And then, you know, my books, my wife also is an author, her books, uh, they're, they're there, and contact information and all that kind of stuff. Uh, or you can just go to Amazon and get it, Walking the Line. Walking the Line. And so, and you, you mentioned so many wonderful things. I want to go back to something that I know, sure. as you were saying, and I didn't want to interrupt you, but I was like jumping up and down in my seat a little right, bit. Okay. You mentioned something about, you know, going, to, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, going to this quiet place, even if it's just for like a minute or two in a day right. and waiting for the, for the voice of, of listening for the voice of Jesus. And this mm. is what I hear people are so challenged about and, the question is, how do you know, how do you encourage people to tune their ear, to tune their body, their self, so that they have, um, they know that they are hearing the voice of, of God, the voice of Jesus? How do they do that? So often I hear people say, I don't know if that's just my own, you know, my own thinking or my own, how, how can they tune in? Right, right, right. Well, you know, I think God is, God is speaking to us. God wants to reveal himself, herself to us. Um, I mean, the whole creation is a gift from God, right, that flows from our Creator. So I think the the bottom line is, is that God does want to reveal himself, herself. And so if we make ourselves, I tell my students, I teach at a Tyndale University uh, college as well, and I tell them, if you show up, God shows up. So if you show up, God will show up. So if you start creating a space for God, God will indeed uh, speak to us. The Spirit will impress uh, herself upon us in our hearts and our minds. That, that, that will happen. And rather than thinking that there's nothing there and, and you know, so what's the point? If, if we show up, God shows up. And so if we create that space where there's, you know, where there, it takes some solitude, I think. Uh, it takes some silence. And then if we pray, but if we pray simply in terms of maybe simply I belong to God, something like a statement or some sort of simple mantra where you just calm your heart, calm your mind, and then the impressions ultimately will will come to us. But it takes us a little bit to get to that point, right? Because at the beginning, we're still hearing all the monkeys in our ears chattering away, right? So it takes, it does take a bit of a discipline to to grow into this reality. It's, uh, we're not very skilled as a society in our interior silence, you know? We, oh, I... we don't get schooled in it. We don't get courses on it, right? Not everybody's listening to, to programs like yours, which would really help, you know? 
It's so funny because as you were saying that too, I thought about back when I was a you know a kid in grade school, we'd have a moment of silence, right? Um, okay. After we did the Pledge of Allegiance, and you know, oh gosh, dare I say, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to date myself, but I was in school when prayer was in school. So. Well, there you go. It's a beautiful time. <laughs> right. So right. So right. we had that, and then we had a moment of silence where we would just you know mm. kind of put your head on your desk, and you know, right. and uh, so however you f- people feel about that, I I definitely think that was one of the things that encouraged me to be okay, and people in that era, and definitely in that school, to be okay with silence, right? right. To be okay with stillness, right? And yeah. It's almost a lost art form as we move into a more technological, plugged in at all times, available at all times society. You know, it's a lost art. Uh, I had a guest on the show a couple of weeks ago and she gave me a term that I hope I will never forget. The art of being able to sit, sip and stare. And she refers that to that, you know, that time when you're just having your coffee or your tea and you're just sitting, sipping and staring. And there Good. is... Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? It's it's uh-huh. just an opportunity just to sit in the silence and you know let let that moment be where you commune and make yourself available to God. Yeah, I mean you can think of just a simple verse from, for example, Psalm forty six: "Be still and know that I am God." Just be still and know that I am God. If we're rushing all around, it's we're we're going to have a harder time with that, right? But if we just sit, be still. And then we will know. We will know. We will. will cause why? Because God is always revealing Himself, Herself to us. That that that's the the dynamic of the universe is God does reveal. So I think I think if we show up, He will show up. Uh, but we have to practice and develop our own practice, whatever that might be, uh, that will help us. You know, I mean, Karl Barth great theologian listened to Mozart every day and he would start his day by listening to Mozart because the sort of the quiet beauty aesthetical beauty of Mozart just calmed his mind right so the the disciplines can be a variety of things Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. as you're saying that I'm thinking about you know if you if you have an opportunity I know people are living busy lives but if you if you're gonna if you have an opportunity you have a job where you get a lunch break if you just take right. five minutes and walk in nature, you know, if it's no, I mean, it may be cemented nature in, in the in the middle of a busy city, but there's still a, a sky above you, and yeah. it does qualify as nature. And if creation you take is five, beautiful, right? Yeah, real yes. help for sure. Yeah, it, it, and, and again, it goes back to your point, which I think is so important. What are your practices? Mm. What are your yes, practices? You know, right. Yeah. And I think for the book, I think one of the practices that I'm suggesting is indeed to read and to receive the, the words of Jesus, right? So the four Gospels, for example, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, just to take one and to read it and be be particularly aware of Jesus' words to us, right? I think if, if we will allow the Scriptures to speak, I mean, it's interesting, every great faith has some sort of Scriptures, you know what I mean? everyone. And so with Jesus, the Gospels particularly speak his word. And if we can read and receive them uh, and allow them to pour into our hearts, there's there's kind of, I believe, a sacramental nature to just hearing the words. Just let them pour over you and they will start doing 
work on a subliminal level, you know. Um, so that's one of the, the practices that I certainly encourage my students to do. So make sure you read the word. Yeah, and I, I, I love the fact that you offer not only the advice to read the word. Again, we're talking to Alan Davy, his new book, Walking the Line. It offers a fresh perspective on the Bible and Christ's teachings. And I, again, love the fact that you talk, you give where to start. Start with the Gospels. Start picking you know, a Matthew, Mark, Luke. Um, start with the Gospels. Luke and John, start there. Pick one and read a little right. bit every day. Read, you don't even have to get yeah, through a whole right. chapter. Read, no. you, you can take yeah, your whole exactly. month to get through one chapter if you want. You yeah. know. But you just read a verse. You stop wherever you want to stop, right? And then let it sit and speak to you for sure. Yeah. And I'm curious about your perspective on this, but I, this is something yeah. I've told people again and again okay. when they say, you know what, I read, I don't understand. I said, that's okay. Your under, your intellectual understanding is not necessary for it to be powerful in your life. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. That's, right. that's perfect. That's perfect. And that's that's what I would mean by the sacramental dimension of, of reading the scriptures is that they speak in themselves, you know what I mean? So they, they actually do speak. They're sacramental, meaning they, they make us holy, right? They make us pure. They, they help refine us in a very positive way. Jesus only wants the best for us, only. So whenever he's speaking, it's because he wants to be you to be your best, true self, you know what I mean? I love Cindy Lauper's song, uh, True Colors. That's what Jesus wants, your true colors to shine. And so when we, when we read the Word, whether we understand it all intellectually, that's, 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 second, you know, that's a second line of understanding and thinking about it. But they will speak. It speaks emotionally, speaks to our spirits. There's, there's an interior resonance, I think, that will happen. I yeah, agree with you completely. Yeah, and this is going to be a heavy question. We only got like a minute left, but I got to ask okay. you. Um, and you know, right now we're coming towards. You know, we're still in the in the pandemic, and there is a, right. a lot of loneliness in our society and, and exactly. anxiety. And um, how can this love, compassion, and reading the word daily? How can this help to bring people out of this? Um, the anxiety and the loneliness of our yeah. society. Well, you know, that's interesting because one, one of the uh, commands, imperatives that Jesus gives is, you know, do not be anxious. Do not be anxious for tomorrow. Sufficient is the day. I think a lot of our anxiety happens because we're rolling around in the future somewhere. We're rolling around in the past or we're rolling around in the future and we're not in the moment, in the day, where we can be grateful and receive some you know, powerful moments. So I think when Jesus offers that, oh, in the middle just... of the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 6, just stay in the day, stay in the day, and you will be able to cope a whole lot better than throwing yourself into all the what-ifs that can happen, you know, three weeks oh, from look, now. I, I, mean? I hear our theme song um, again. Okay. Uh, thank you so much for being our special guest. And how do you deal with depression and anxiety? Stay in the day. I love it. Alan David, thank you for being our special guest today on Everyday Peace. Okay. Well, thank you so much for having me. God bless. You're very welcome. Discover the power within. UnityOnlineRadio.org, the voice of an awakening world.
Create and build the life of your dreams. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Drayvon James, and this is Everyday Peace. We have a wonderful guest back. Um, in fact, um, she's been with us before, and when I um, put the post up, I did get a few emails uh, from people saying that they were so happy that she's coming back. So thank you so much for that. This is Adora Winquist. She is an author and expert in the fields of plant and vibrational medicine. Adora Winquist is a visionary in the Nascent, I probably said that wrong, <laughs> arena of okay. quantum alchemy, an evolutionary transformative path for self-mastery. So I am super excited to have you on the show. And I know I said this last time. You guys know that I've been a pharmacist for over 30 years. I love the word alchemy. Every time I say mm-hmm. it, I feel like I'm just smiling. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, Dr. Draven. <laughs> <laughs> I could say it over and over again. So when I, when I think about alchemy, mm-hmm. I, I equate you with this big smile on my face. Welcome to the show. I'm super excited to have you with us. Oh, I'm so delighted to be back with you. We had such a wonderful synergistic conversation and I especially love your background in pharmacy and your love for the plants is so beautiful. Yeah. So, you know, um, I think oftentimes that I went into pharmacy, um, you know, I didn't know that much about that much of anything, but what I would have gone into was naturopathic medicine or something of that nature. I didn't know those terms, but I am fascinated, much like you, about plants and natural healings. And I know your specialty became oils and things of that nature, but you are so well versed in this whole line of um therapy and holistic approach to life. It is just such a delight to have you and your expertise and your energy surrounding me and this fabulous um, guest uh, and our audience. So we're talking today about your office space, right? And just the space, you know, being in there. And uh, I think that will be so interesting, especially to me, (laughs) being in a home office or office office, just how you can, that space has a lot of energy around it, doesn't it? It sure does. It sure does. And I think especially right now, Dr. Drayvon, when we are pulled in so many different directions, it's not like we were in an office, even our home office 20 years ago, right? Now we've got um, our phone that is actually a mini computer that is always beckoning us, right? We have all of the social media platforms, everything vying for our attention. So my greater um, purpose around this idea of setting up your office space in a way to set yourself up for success is about curating your environment. And if we can curate our environment, we can co-create not only our best reality, our best self, our um, most successful outcomes, and create the opportunity and potential for efficiency, for a positive energy, which is so important, whether we're in um, in office somewhere um, out of the home or definitely in home. Uh, let's face it, working from home can be incredibly tricky, right? And anywhere we're working, we want to stay focused, we want to stay energized, we want to stay clear, and we want to invite in those aspects of peak performance, Right. And and so in this current day, when we're pulled in all of these different directions, 
I think we it's imperative for us to curate our environment, right? And 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 then creating the conditions and what I like to say is the best opportunities for success, but really to crush our goals, right? To crush them with light and positive energy. And I don't know about you, but I am very goal oriented um and I constantly have numerous checklists of of activities, action items for both myself and my team and even my children, right? Because there are all different teams when we think about life and success. Um, so yes. I think that, and, and I love the home office, right? I've um, worked out of the home often, but for over 20 years, I've had a home office. And so how can we look at creating um, a, a really positive environment Um, again, when we're pulled in so many different directions. And I think one of the answers to this is alchemy, that we can actually integrate aspects of the natural world and bring them into our office setting. And we can even do this if we have an office outside of our home, when we're adding a plant or two, right, to create not only a, a, a beautiful aesthetic, but it's creating positive energy and oxygen. We can have our essential oils at our fingertips and truly work with the power of inhalation, um, especially essential oils like black pepper that can help us to elicit those beta brain waves that uh, lend to alertness and clarity. Um, so having bringing some of these natural elements of the alchemy, so to speak, can really help to create practical and accessible interventions to enhance our productivity. Oh, I love that. And I did not know that. So you said beta with a B is, um, Mm -hmm. is, um, increases our alertness and our clarity. Wow. Which would lead to better focus and probably increased productivity, right? Exactly, exactly. So that's black pepper, which is one of my favorite energizing oils. Lemon is also a wonderful essential oil to have at the desk, whether it's in a single note um, uh, uh, inhalation that you use or in a product. Um, And and one of the reasons why, they, they did this study maybe 20, maybe 30 years ago in Japan, where they piped lemon essential oil through the ventilation system of an office building and found that the staff had a higher rate of productivity and less of a rate of errors, right? Mm. So these blends or essential oils um, that can enhance our productivity, that can ground us in moments where we feel stressed or overwhelmed, Uh, essential oils like patchouli, sandalwood, even spikenard, um, which, of course, I I had to mention because I caught up the last few minutes of your wonderful conversation with your previous guest. And spikenard is a a biblical essential oil that is very calming, grounding, and balancing. Um, So I will often have that um, not only at my work desk, but also using it for my intentional practices for uh, meditation and prayer, which of course all lend to, to balance um, the, um, all the aspects of our humanity. Oh, that's one, and it's called spikenard? Mm-hmm, spikenard, mm-hmm. or it might be, um, uh, you might have heard it referred to as nard, 
Uh, it's a biblical essential oil that Mary Magdalene used to anoint the feet of Jesus before the Last Supper. Wow. Mm-hmm. And it it has a very unique aromatic uh, profile, but it's a wonderful aromatic for people that are um, looking to release heartache from the past. Um, it's wonderful for grief work, for loss, but it's also a very grounding and balancing essential oil. It almost smells like the um, leaves decaying in the fall, that kind of warm, earthy, oh, aromatic yeah, connotation earthy. to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that's yeah. wonderful. And being able to let go of the past and being able to put to put it down gently is so important, right? It's so and important. Yeah. To be able to move on. So you always give such amazing um, tips. And I, I got to say that your knowledge uh, is just bar none when it comes to these simple remedies that are so mm-hmm. profound. And mm-hmm. um, I am one of those individuals who loves working from home, uh, but <laughs> and maybe because the contrast is um, I work in a very busy hospital and my office in the hospital, if it's two minutes without somebody knocking on the door or ringing, ringing on the telephone or, you know, doing a, a video chat, it's, it's nonstop. And then I find at home, I can control that a little bit. At least you can't knock on the door. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. I, I know that a lot of people, much like myself, um, walk into their office and they feel overwhelmed, right? Because mm. there, there is this muscle memory at play, if you, if you will, that's reminding you of how, you know, how overwhelmed the pace is just so overwhelming you have to you know your heart rate accelerates and you feel like what can one do in their office space to help I know we talked about um, the black pepper and I think that'll be great but just that feeling I think sometimes that feeling of being overwhelmed um, is distracting too just you know and, and it's grounded in the fact that or or that yeah, it's like this. This is real. This is really happening. But somewhere exactly. in there, we've got to be able to find some kind of space where, in between the notes, where we can right where we can get balance. Yeah, right. right. Because the emails are going to keep coming, the phone calls are going to keep coming, the, our own personal action item list is going to keep growing. So yeah. So how can we bring a sense of balance and calm to our desk? whether it's at home or whether it's out of the home every day. So there's a few few uh, accessible tips that I like to do. Number one, um, at the end of the day, I like to just take all of the paper and clutter off my desk. And I find that if I can organize that and come, come downstairs for me, because my office is at home, to um, a desk that's clear, it doesn't have too many... Um, tchotchkes on it, right? I have a, a few crystals to help clear and balance the energy, which is a, a really wonderful way. Crystals like um, black tourmaline, quartz, selenite help to clear the energy, um, especially from the EMF uh, frequencies from all of the uh, Wi-Fi. So shungite and black tourmaline are really great for that. Um, but taking all of the papers off the desk and just having one organized pile before you leave for the day. So when you come back in the morning, you can not have an immediate anxiety attack <laughs> when you look at your desk, right? Mm-hmm. We want to mm-hmm. start every day with a new slate um, and with a, a slate of calm and balance. The other thing that I do, I have a, a blend 
in spray form of essential oils called Clear Alignment. Now, this is one of my own formulas. So this is a formula you can get on my website or you can make your own spray that has essential oils like white sage, like a little bit of Palo Santo, um, like a little bit of lavender, which is uh, the essential oil of peacekeeping, right? Conflict resolution. And so bringing in essential oils like this in a spray format to spray the air actually helps to change the energy in your environment. And in addition to, we talked about the black pepper and the lemon, but through the day when you get that email that creates more anxiety or that phone call or you just start to hit overwhelm, um, having an essential oil a calming blend that you can um, put on your palms of your hands and breathe in because of the connection between nose, the sense of smell, and the limbic center of the brain, we can literally um, shift how we feel in the moment by inhaling the right essential oil. And the more that we can do that, the more that we can begin to modulate our emotional experience and our emotional response, the more that it creates these positive momentum in our neural pathways in our brain. So the essential oils through inhalation having an immediate effect to regulate our nervous system, to regulate our emotional response, and then also having the essential oils in a spray format to help clear the energy. And I have a kind of a funny story about this, um, but it, it's absolutely true. So many, many years ago, over 20 years ago, when I first started um, my healing practice and my business as an essential oil formulator, I worked in frontline customer service for cable TV. And believe it or not, when people will come in and their TV didn't work, they, not everyone, but many of them would have a complete meltdown. And then they would leave. And I worked in a small office, and it was remarkable to me that when they left, that energy, that heaviness, that discord, disharmony was still in the room. And it affected myself and my coworkers. But, you know, of course, we're in a, a corporate setting, so we're not going to start burning incense. Uh, so I created an essential oil formula to help shift this energy to create a clear, more positive environment. And this, um, and, and it became one of the best-selling products um, for many, many years. And so this is just a testament to how we can modulate not only our emotions, but the energy in our home or corporate office space by using essential oils. Oh, so, I, love, I love that story. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a really good one. Um, but, you know, the I, I think, too, the clutter piece is really, really important. Um, and so even at the, the end of every week, at the end of Friday, I will take everything off my desk. I will uh, clear the energy with this, the clear alignment spray I was mentioning. I'll dust everything. I'll make sure I don't have too much of, you know, pictures or personal items. And I'll take all of the papers away and, you know, go through, prioritize um, everything that I want that I didn't get done during the week that I want to add to Monday morning so that when I come back on Monday, everything is clear, clean, organized, and ready to start a new week. So I think we have to create the conditions for our own success in that regard. 
Yeah, I love that. We've got to take ownership of it. And I don't mean for those of you who are, I'm much like you, I'm very goal oriented. And sometimes when I hear myself take, say the phrase, take ownership, there's a part of my memory that wants to jump into this like control state. And that's stressful too. Mm-hmm. So I don't mean it like that. I, I mean to, you know, allow ourselves to gently flow into what feels right for us. Right. Yeah. And taking taking ownership that way to flow into the, you, you know, that you feel better when you walk into your office and the desk is clear. And yeah. you were talking about the scent and, you know, how it has this impact. And it is so right. If you think about, and this is something really basic, but when if you if I walk into my home and it smells like I don't know pumpkin pie or something like that instantaneously, mm-hmm. right? I am transported to this um, safe feeling in my mind, and I think that yeah. works. And that's a very simplistic example, but that works in the reverse too. And people leave um, energy behind. Maybe we don't feel like we can smell it like um, like we can the 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 pie, but it does have an, an impact on us, which is brings down our energy level has us dealing in more lower energies so i think it's great that um we could change we could literally change our mood by changing aromatic um senses so tell us where we can get some of your fabulous um oils that you make your website again thank you it's at adorewinquist.com and you can find all of the products like the clear alignment Spray and many other formulas, as well as uh, lots of information about our services. We have two beautiful upcoming retreats, one in southern France in September and one in beautiful Boone, North Carolina in October. And these are all going to be about healing and coming to deeper levels of empowerment. Uh, so these are wonderful events. And then I also have a complimentary weekly and monthly meditation circles that I run that are on Zoom. So you can, wherever you are in the world, you can join in and receive some of the um, good energy, higher vibrations, and these alchemical aspects of uh, crystal healing, um, working with the essential oils, and then the guided meditations, which can bring such a, a state of peace and calm and balance and groundedness, which I think that we um, are are seeking now more than ever. So oh, I love that. Thank you. So on all of the platforms at Adora Winquist, on social media, even YouTube has a whole host of our meditation library. Um, or for those of your listeners that use Insight Timer, I have meditations there as well. And then you can also support my work on Patreon now as a subscriber and receive complimentary meditations and formulas and all sorts of wonderful alchemical inspiration for you to live your best life. Oh, this is such good stuff. I don't want to gloss over this, um, the the retreats. Let's talk a little bit about that because I yeah. I know that um, we're, we're coming out of COVID. People are crawling out of their spaces and wanting to re-enter society. Uh, we are not re-entering in the way that we exited. That's important mm-hmm. to know. The world is new. The energy is new. And so are you. So I think that a great thing to talk about is um, you may be um, engaging in some retreats. So you have one in the south of France. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Let's hear about that yeah. one and, uh, and about the boon one as well. 
Well, thank you so much. Um, the one in southern France, this is our second annual, and it is a divine feminine retreat following the footsteps of Mary Magdalene, who brought Christianity to France and to Europe. And so we uh, um, have about six days together, and we travel through Provence, the countryside, going to some of the most ancient and sacred sites uh, where Mag Mary Magdalene took these teachings. Um, and then every day I am doing healing ceremonies, working with the essential oils, um, doing ceremony in beautiful places like Marie de la Mer, um, at the sea and at the grotto where Mary Magdalene was reputed to have spent the last I think, 20 or 30 years in this beautiful cave that we hike up to through an ancient forest. And so it's a truly um, life-changing experience. And so um, that retreat you can be found on my website as well, adorawinkwist.com slash retreats, as well as the one that is stateside in Boone, North Carolina. And this one is going to be led by myself and my two colleagues, Patsy Balaki and Carla Perez. And so it's a really unique experience to come into the Divine Feminine and look at everything from our physical health and vibrancy. Uh, Carly will be teaching on nutrition and yoga and breath work. Um, myself, I'll be working with healing our core aspects of trauma down to the DNA level with psycho-spiritual dynamics and, of course, uh, my expertise in plant and vibrational medicine. And then Patsy Balaki with her expertise in feng shui and how it connects into our health being able to magnetize greater levels of abundance um, and harmony, not only in our homes, but in our physicality uh, as well. So it's going to be a wonderful experience. And it's at the Art of Living Retreat Center in Boone, which is this beautiful um, yoga retreat facility where they make these beautiful, sattvic vegetarian meals and uh, with the backdrop of, I think, 350 acres um, on the estate there. So it's going to be just so wonderful. And that's in October, at the October. end of October. And how many days is that one? That one is Thursday through Sunday. So it's Thursday, Friday, three nights and four days. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I, and I, we have I, an early bird special for that right now, too, just to mention. Yeah, I think, th oh my gosh, this is beautiful stuff. And I hope that our, our listeners are thinking about ways to engage because I think we, I know, not I think, I, I know and I feel that we can never have enough time to turn inward where all mm -hmm. of the answers to everything are, right? So being able to connect inward and being able to um I guess almost like detox from yeah. um, from the world and everything that's going on there. Not that it's a, a bad place, but sometimes we, we really need to recharge our battery and get away and just re to ground ourselves. So I, I highly support um, retreats and I've not been able to go to a lot of them in my lifetime, but the times that I have gone to them, I've been really, really blessed. So these are, I'm going to, uh, uh, finish yeah. up here today and get on this website and see what I can participate in because I think I'm excited for this and to, and to know also to the learning about working with the oils working with the things that are available to us in nature so mm. very very important and as we're talking about that 
and I know we don't have a lot of time to go into it today, but you do have this amazing book that's out. And I would love to know about, more about that. Um, Detox, Nourish, Activate. Um, activate Plant and Vibrational Medicine for the Art um, of Living. Um, I can't read my notes here. My handwriting for is so energy, bad. For mood, and love. <laughs> energy, and I tell you what yeah. got me on that. When I, I said, oh, my gosh, mood, mood, mood. Mm. Right. It is so yeah. very important because I coach men and women, all, you know, all throughout the week. And I cannot tell you how often I hear. And it's more not that it happens more with the women, but maybe they're just more uh, vulnerable to talk about their mood and how it is impacting their life in ways that they wish it were not. So oh, it's so true. I mean, oh we are gosh. at the pinnacle of mood based discontent. Collectively. And and we also have the power within us and the resources in particular from the natural world and through aspects of diet, of exercise, of nutrition to actually modulate and rewire, repattern our brain and therefore our mood response. And through the process of, of healing, right, and looking at areas of trauma that we've carried, um, again, we have the ability to transform and completely um, shift not only our feeling perspective, but have more control, right, be able to harness the, the power that is within us to create a better mood more consistently. And that's one of the aspects that you'll find um, throughout the book is that in that my co-author, Dr. Lulu Shemek and I go through these 11 different aspects of alchemical interventions on how you can detox the brain, nourish the brain and nervous system, of course, and activate it as ways to create greater harmony and a, a better mood more often in your life. And so the 11 different aspects of alchemy are everything from the essential oils to the crystals, to nutrition, to meditation. Oh, um, and I hear, I hear a theme song coming oh. up. I, just wanna, <laughs> I, I want to introduce that book because I got to tell you all, we're going to have Adora back. We're going to go through this because I hear you. I know and I mm. believe it's time for us to talk about this book. So she'll be back shortly and <laughs> really quickly to talk about this. I'm Dr. Drayvon James. Thank you for being part of our Everyday Peace family. been listening to Everyday Peace with Dr. Trayvon James. You have the power right now today to make the decisions to take the actions that lead you to your next level of greatness and I would love to walk with you on your journey. Here's some ways we can connect. Schedule a coaching session. Contact me at info at drdravonjames.com Enroll in my online university course, the 2020 Clarity Course at the Institute for Leadership and Lifelong Learning International. Enroll in the Brilliant Life nine-week online coaching session with me and Keisha Dixon at info at drdravonjames.com. Purchase my book, Freedom is Your Birthright, from Amazon. Thank you for being an everyday peacemaker. I absolutely love you.
Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Celebrating Our Soul, a new thought conference by people of African descent will be August 11th to 14th, 2022 at Unity Village, Missouri. This event will celebrate the contributions people of African descent have made to the new thought movement. Join us as we hear from Reverend Dr. Michael Bernard Beckwith, Bishop Yvette Flunder, and Reverend Dr. Sheila McKeithen. Early bird registration is open now through March 15th. Visit padntg.org for more information.